0: You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for eXp agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey
1: everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder and CEO of eXp Realty, also the uh, um, your host for the Expansion podcast, where we talk about personal and professional development here at eXp Realty. And uh, today, um, I'm really excited to talk to Ben Lobby, uh and um Ben did I pronounce your last name correctly by the way? He did. Yeah, lobby like oh, awesome. lobby. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh and uh, he's a three-time icon agent out of Orlando, Florida and we got a chance to just chat a little bit before we we started here. And uh you and I um share a fairly similar style of entering the business. So Ben, maybe uh Maybe you can just, uh, well, welcome, and then uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and how your business runs and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So yeah, my uh, our backgrounds do seem pretty similar. I actually went to college for web design and development. And originally, when I was going to look for colleges, I wanted to get into real estate, but... A real estate degree didn't exist at the time, so technology was always a passion of mine and decided to go into web design development and built websites for small business owners and companies for about uh, five years as a freelance marketer. I had this idea of starting a marketing agency, but to be honest, I got to this point where the customers I was working with weren't understanding the technology that we were using. So it was like trying to educate and sell a customer who didn't really appreciate the value that we were providing. And so real estate was always in the back of my mind as my kind of retirement career and decided to make that switch after spending five years in web design development and those marketing skills really kind of carried over into uh, taking over real estate.
1: So smooth uh, transition. So, um, so I'll just, uh, so I'll just ask you a little bit about this uh, see if your experience sort of match up with mine. Um, so you were doing web, web design development, uh, what for, for companies, for entrepreneurs, what, what, who was your target market prior to real estate? So originally um like right out of college, I worked for this
0: company and we were doing, we are building in ColdFusion and Python and okay. we were working on integrating large um, ERPs to front end, um, oh my gosh, like distributor retail platforms, right? So connecting their inventory systems with their online presence. And so that was all B2B business customers, but then that company couldn't really scale or grow. So I left them and then started working small time on smaller kind of business owners, building more marketing websites and lead funnels. And those were all networks and connections that I made through, you know, like the Chamber of Commerce and like my local community. So then it was just more front end web work instead of all the back end, every server coding
1: stuff, (laughs) right? So, um, did you? Uh, so, I'll, I'll give you my my little bit of a story. I so in the in the nineties, um, I, I had an online service, and then I went became a web developer out of uh, almost because that's the the web showed up because we were, we went from just sort of building a uh, a, a GUI based bulletin board system, sort of compete with AOL, to all of a sudden getting our butts kicked by um, by uh, 1999 uh, unlimited dialogue connections, and and so and then um, then I needed to develop a web page, and so I watched somebody back then develop a web page, and he was typing in the you know HTML header, <laughs> all this sort of the, the standard uh, standard HTML um, nomenclature, and I'm like, people, you you get paid to do this, and I kind of remembered even prior to that in the 80s while I was going to to college, um, I remember uh, um, at that time, uh, you know, laser printers had just come out, uh, sort of this, the ability to sort of do something uh, where you could take a computer and then now render something on a laser printer for for print. And it was kind of like the same kind of deal if you knew how to, you know, operate a computer. So, uh, you know, sort of fast forward that story a little bit. I was doing web design work for a lot of companies and I actually helped a lot of companies generate a lot of new business. And I was getting paid a paltry sum compared to the amount of benefit that they were getting. And I was sort of evangelizing, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to do it. This and that. And I was good at my job, but I didn't quite know how to um, extract my value from the marketplace. Um, So that's actually one of the reasons why I pivoted into real estate was because All these skills that I had uh, was using to help other companies expand. I was like, I could probably make it actually pay better if I actually did it inside of real estate.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and I think it was twofold for me because you know we were working with um, companies to to working with these business owners to build lead funnels for them, right? Because at our time it was, or it was more so like um well growing up it was all hard coding http websites from scratch i think the first website i actually built was for my boy scout troop and it was just a passion project because it was like you know i was became a a leader of the troop and i was like we need some place right that we can all go to to know what's going on event wise and stuff so i started with that and then started doing it with like clubs and schools And then I was kind of, that's why I was happy. It was kind of led to a career. Um, But even with serving those other companies, it kind of just became this thing of like, okay, we're building this sales funnel. We're building this e-commerce platform where they're then going on and selling all these products. Uh, But there was no like royalty. There was no way of like, hey, now that I'm creating this platform that you can create, thousands of dollars in revenue, but you're not willing to pay me like every sale or every transaction. They they never saw the value in that, right? It was only a few thousand dollars for that project. But it really led to, um, I think my main reason for the switch was I got my license in real estate and I, I start to put my toe in the water and kind of see who the players were. And I did my first transaction. And after helping that family that, you know, it was their first time homebuyers, helping them buy their first house. It was really a emotionally rewarding experience for me and I was like, oh, this is way better personally for me than sitting behind a computer all day just dealing with tech issues where people are kind of like ventless or not really understanding the value that we're providing so that's that was the kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back on making that switch into sales and that emotionally gratifying experience of helping customers versus, just putting out tech-related fires and debugging things,
1: right? Oh no, it makes makes total sense and, and really kind of matches up with a lot of the stuff. Uh, so, what does your business look like now? It sounds like you're you're in you're in Orlando. Um, obviously, you know big commute to shareholders uh, uh, yeah. last week. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you're you're. Uh, it sounds like you're expanding your business and using your web skills for good.
0: Yeah, we have um,
1: 35 agents on the Ben Lobby Homes team.
0: About uh, 25 of them are in Orlando. And then we have five on our expansion team in Tampa Bay, St. Pete. And then the other five of the 35 are support staff and uh, TCs and admins. And uh, it was a long commute to shareholders, about a 15-minute drive. And for some reason, I still stayed on site just to be (laughs) immersed in everything that was going on. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, we've uh, been growing and expanding and still looking to connect with more agents and really expand the Tampa Bay team out so that we have the same presence there that we do in in Central Florida.
1: So then how are you then, is your lead gen, is it SEO, SEM, Um, is it social, is it, uh, what what are your, what's your primary, you know, lead gen, you know, how are you doing optimizing that? Yeah, so a
0: lot of it is it's like almost from our team generated leads. It's about fifty percent uh, SEO, and then about fifty percent of just lead gen through paid ad sources. And so we basically try like every quarter, I'll do an audit as to you know what lead sources are producing well qualified leads or leads that are that we're able to convert. And should we be shifting our budget to different lead sources or different lead pipelines? Um, and the uh, the other part of our business is really SEO related, so related to our website, because we feature a lot of different communities on our websites, and we we try to focus on new construction communities and and showcasing that the growth that Orlando, Central Florida, Tampa Bay has through those new construction communities. And it's also information that, isn't readily available. So we find that we get a lot of relocation uh, buyers and opportunities from people who are searching specific communities in central Florida, Tampa Bay, and they land on our website and we're able to convert them through that SEO. So.
1: Awesome. Hey, did you get a chance to uh, be there for the opening session where we talked a little bit about uh, um, my link, my lead? Yeah,
0: I did see that preview and I think it's going to be a super cool tool for the agents to go through. And I was kind of blown away. You guys, we always we always drop like these a bunch of announcements right in a row at shareholders that I think just kind of like everyone's like, oh, crap. A lot of a lot of stuff is going on and being and being released and produced. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, well, I'm thinking, you know, you have uh, you know almost to use the word uh, sort of from the uh, movie Taken. You have a specialized skill set developed over a number of years uh, that uh, could be uh, used in a, a pretty uh, interesting, unique way uh, relative to my link, my lead. So, if you think, think about the idea that, you know, web developer, um, and obviously we've got a you know, num- number of folks that have some web chops to them in, in the EXP ecosystem, but uh, the ability to drive additional, you know, we'll call it spillover traffic. That's outside of your, you know, market areas, and to actually, you know, use that, you know, your website to drive traffic to your affiliate link. Are you searching from outside of the, you know, the Orlando or Tampa Bay market? Be sure to check out EXP Realty, but then it be using your affiliate link effectively. Um, be able to generate um, inbound income from those opportunities um, uh, without you having to find a referral partner having to actually you know, hold the agent accountable to actually closing that lead. If you've done this for a while, you've probably figured out that sending leads out on a referral basis and then actually getting paid on those referrals is uh, is, is to some extent more, more work than it's worth at, for a team leader. Um, it, it, it makes sense if you're running for your team because you can hold your team members accountable and you don't have to worry about tracking down whether they closed it or if they're following up or if they've actually followed this the, 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 the process that you've built out for your team, but you send it outbound and it's like, it's a, it's a freaking black hole.
0: My VA who tracks our outbound referrals is uh, (laughs) constantly like struggling to keep up with them just from like touching base with who we send them to trying to get updates on what's going on and understanding like if we missed it or if they, you know, if that agent, there's times where we've sent it out to agents and, uh, specifically, like, if we can't find an EXP agent in that area, then we're sending it out to a non-EXP agent. And like three months later, they're like out of the business and they don't tell us. And we're like, wait, we sent you that referral, right? Can, can, you should have at least told us you weren't like able to work it so we could refer it to someone else in that area. So I think like the tools that EXP is investing in is definitely going to help make that process easier, especially with that. I know the referral portal was lost, was announced and launched quite a bit ago. Just being able to connect with EXP agents across the country that was a huge help uh, for us to help track and send out leads to before my link by lead came
1: out. Oh, awesome! No, great, great to hear. So now, um, now, how are you? Uh, what, what's your? Pro- Tool, like in terms of tools, what do you use for CRM and sort of lead and accountability management with your team?
0: Yeah, so the, the biggest tool we use for our CRM is Follow Up Boss. And I was personally on Follow Up Boss prior to joining EXP. So we just stuck with it and uh, worked through uh, modifying it from a team perspective. It's, it's been the best software that I've seen CRM wise to be able to scale a team effectively. Um, and so with Follow Up Boss, we use the integration with YLOPO for our front end website and advertising campaigns. So, majority of our ad spend is through YLOPO. And they, they cover uh, Google AdWords, uh, Facebook um, ads, and Google PPC as well. And then, um, what else from a tech stack? Uh, from a cal- accountability standpoint, that's always been the hardest part. There's great reporting in Follow Up Boss. And I know that they have a new tool that's coming out called like Maverick RE that we're going to be looking into because really it's tracking the uh, the actions of the team members and aligning that or correlating that to where leads are within the pipeline is has always been the most difficult part, right? And I, I've, I've, I ask every team leader this because I'm, I'm constantly curious. How are you tracking the p- lead's progress through just being a lead to potentially being warm or getting pre-approved or qualified to closing just because I can't tell you how many leads are somewhere in that process. I can only see how many we've generated and how many we've converted and closed. So we're always constantly looking to look at other tools to kind of like monitor that in a better pace and then hold our team members accountable so that we know where leads are.
1: Okay. Now I'm assuming uh, based on uh, the type of, team you run you're uh, skewed more heavily to the buyer side uh, what's your mix of buyers versus sellers?
0: yeah so uh, it's increasing actually with this with the shift with a couple of things with the shift in the market um, we're becoming a little bit more seller heavy uh, this year we've listed we've already listed more homes than we did last year as a team. And so we're kind of shifting to about 60% buyers, 40% sellers. When previously last year, it was about 70% buyers and 30% sellers. One of those shifts is actually thanks to uh, eXp Renos Or Renovos, might be saying that right. Revenos, yep. Revenos, yeah. Um, Because we got connected with... uh the a, a private equity firm that's liquidating a portfolio through them so we have actually a, a bunch of listings coming through that vxp opportunity that has really helped our listing portfolio and just those listings alone have generated a lot more open house opportunities and marketing activity activities for our team members so that's been beneficial as well
1: okay awesome no they, yeah revenos is uh you know, amazing platform. It might be interesting to think about, you know, if you're you know, on some of these leads that you've got coming in and other areas uh, potentially using Revenost as a um, as a uh, routing source to basically do all the uh, accountability, follow up um, and, and holding teams accountable on, on your overs leads. I don't know if that, that'd that be something you'd consider, but um, if that continues to be a, a challenge for your for your assistant there um now do you uh, are you big on isas or are you do you have the agents actually do the follow-up on the leads
0: uh we have the agents do the follow-ups but we're also tapping into conversion monster as not so obviously an out external isa company uh to try to pick up those leads that maybe have fallen through the cracks or um typically what happens is you know Uh, we've noticed a lot of leads in our system will enter our system and it could be anywhere from six to 18 months before they convert into a pending or closed deal. And so the agents are typically very heavy in communication and good at communication for the first 45 days, right? But then there's constantly new things coming in. So naturally they're going toward the new leads or new opportunities that might be on a shorter timeline or higher urgency, so with Conversion Monster being an external ISA, we have them integrated with Follow-Up Boss so that if a lead that we haven't talked to in a while um, triggers an alert, like coming back to our search site or doing some sort of activity, Conversion Monster will jump on the lead and pre, basically pre-qualify them to, to reset their our expectation of what their timeline is. And get some information from them to kind of move them back up on the team members list, saying like, "Hey, this is a this is a lead that may have been with you know in our system, but now they're ready, willing, and able to move forward." So they've okay. been pretty pretty great to work with so far.
1: Oh, awesome! Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's great. Now, do you have a, uh, a last question before we sort of wrap up, or maybe two two questions? Uh, do you have? what I uh, I a unique um, item of value that you provide to, and I'm, I'm gonna talk buyers at the moment, but you meet somebody online. How do you, uh, what's your best strategy for creating buyer loyalty early on in the, the relationship?
0: We have a buyer packet that we send out to every buyer that really goes through like the expectations of the process. And then with our lender partner, we really focus on getting people on a buyer consult. I like to say, like, the only good thing that came out of COVID was almost everyone knows how to use Zoom and you know, in virtual conferencing. So, uh, with that, we stress among our team to get that buyer on some sort of virtual call, whether it's Zoom or some other platform, so that we can do a buyer consult and really educate them on the process. Because even if they bought in the last two years, they're still a new buyer because the process always changes, even the legal forms changes. So we stress that every, every customer should be, unless it's an investor buying multiple properties a year, every customer should be treated like a first time home buyer uh, and educated as such. So we do that through that consult.
1: Okay, cool. I I'm, I'm I have this. Uh, what's the name of your team, by the way? The Ben Lobby Homes team. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm a little play on words. Uh, you know, uh, you could you could maybe uh, sort of leverage your last name and call it a lobby consult. There we go. I love it. <laughs> and, create a, and create a brand for it. <laughs> so, and and then uh, you know, and here's all the value, and sort of say, hey, have you, have you had your lobby consult yet? And uh, here's all the Here's all the things that you'll get out of that consult uh, as a buyer, uh, and and you know we're, we're you know provide you with a you know uh, understanding of values, understanding of this, understanding of that, and then um, and then also you know X, Y, or Z. So it, it it seems like just from a marketing standpoint, that'd be kind of an interesting one. Spell it lobby, but then obviously put it in brackets. You put your last name. <laughs> I love that. Hey, uh, so uh, if, there, if there was one piece of advice you could give to EXP agents, what would it be? To be patiently consistent. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. I think there's, it make, there's... Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there's
0: too often when people get in this business and they think they're going to be cashing checks next day. It, sometimes that happens, but... We uh, reinforce it with our new team members that you have to be consistent in your actions and you need to be patient because what you're contributing today is going to have a compounding effect in the years to come, but you have to be patient for that. As, in, and as long as you're consistent through your marketing efforts, the rewards will definitely be reaped.
1: Awesome. Uh, so hey Ben, thank you so much. This has been uh, this has been great. Um, uh, you can find uh, Ben on Instagram, I believe at Ben Lobby L A U B E, or yep. at Ben Lobby Homes, also on Instagram. Where um, obviously some some cool stuff there. Uh, and uh, Ben, thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on today. Thanks for having me.
0: you've been listening to expansion tune in every tuesday and thursday for new episodes thanks for being the best part of EXP.